You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, Binge Views. Skip it, stream it, see it, Binge Views. It's time for Binge Views. Raw, grilling, catchy on some new Welcome to Binge Views, everybody, on BingeMedia.net. I'm your host, Alex Sincere, and I'm here with our resident Binge Views reviewer. Binge, re- binge reviewer views of the Binge Views, Chad. Hey, fella. What's up? Not much. I just realized I you use your whole name. Yeah, you did. I, you've been doing that for some fucking reason. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> should, I usually do Chad. cut that out. I usually do Chad C. They can't you figure did, it out. You did Chadley few weeks ago it's not okay i don't like it we need to stop doing this all right so what you're saying is to fucking edit more chadley <laughs> yes yes very much is so. that what you mean by edit because i thought so uh if you're joining us for the first time welcome and on binge views chad gives us a look at new releases in theaters and he has four of them today and we do not do like on other fucking review shows we don't do a number scale we do our own scale we have a see it, skip it, or stream it rating for these films here. And That's right. Like I said, we have four of them. What do we have today? A little bit of catch up. So, what was our last show? Bullet Train, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Right. Yep. That was a yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's been a, we're in the August dump month a little bit. So there's like one or two titles a week, and we're just in a weird weird state in the movie industry right now. So. That's right. Uh, Fall actually came out two weeks ago. We're going to be reviewing that today. Beast came out last week, and then we've got two new ones that actually released this Friday, which are The Invitation and 3,000 Years of Longing. Okay. So do you want to start with the older title here? Yeah, let's start with the older stuff first. Let's let's, uh, see what's going on with Fall. Sure. Absolutely. So I assume you just watched the trailer for this one? I did. I did just watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fall is... uh, a Lionsgate title, which there are two best friends who set out, um, which you can see in the trailer. They, uh, one of the, the friends has a husband who unexpectedly falls to his death while rock climbing early in the movie. And uh, the wife becomes a raging alcoholic who can't really deal with... Oh, we got, we got sound effects on binge views now. What is this? I don't know. We got notes from the producer last week who's like, put more sound effects in binge views. Beautiful. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Right, you're going to cut me off guard there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, she becomes a raging alcoholic. Jeffrey D. Morgan plays her father and is uh, basically like, listen, you got to get over this guy. He was a douche anyway. You didn't. He didn't deserve you. Her friend shows up, hasn't seen her in a year, and uh, wants her to help get over her grief. And so they decide to climb this 2,000-foot tower in the middle of the desert in Arizona, the Mojave Desert. And obviously there's some skepticism with the main girl, and she's not ready for it. But, you know, she's she's going to kick fear in the dick and uh, decides... <laughs> is, that a, is that a line from the film? I wish. Um, so they... Yeah, they, they climb this tower, and uh, obviously, you can tell from the trailer, some shit goes awry. 
this fucking creaky tower in the middle of the desert that hasn't been used in years and uh they get trapped up there and it's the rest of the movie's survival tale of them having to figure out how they're going to get off this thing because the ladder breaks off of it and they are stuck at the top of a 2000 foot uh, tower okay this um yeah, well, I mean, what, do we can start? What, what questions do you got? Based yeah, off I got two real quick questions right off the hop. Um, first is that it, you said that's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Are we sure it's not Javier Bardem? Uh, we are sure, yeah. It's pretty okay. it's pretty clearly Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. off the list. And um, is there a scene in Fall where there's a discussion and maybe the, the, the girl's drunk and her friend's, like, trying to trying to convince her? To like you know you got to get back on that fucking mountain horse or whatever i got this great thing um in the desert we can climb this giant tower and then it's just like i don't know if i could do it anymore you know what i mean and then there's like maybe like a practice montage of her just climbing trees at first mm. just to see if she has her balance right and stuff no no unfortunately Damn not it. but i mean the conversation does happen you know i'm not ready for it but the the friend lets her know the like, hey, you can you can spray his ashes, you know, at the top of this tower in honor oh. of him. It's been a year since he died, so that does happen. That plays a part in the. Film oh, okay, as well. that's um, it's not a, exactly a one on one comparison, but I'll accept it. It's a good substitution yeah, no, for the real cheesy. I don't know if I can do it, man. You can. Mm-hmm. It's in you. Yeah. Kick, no tree. Kick fear in the deck. Get out there. Yeah, I mean, essentially, yes. She's pretty much calling her a puss every time. She's nice. like, "You can do this. Stop. If you if you quit now, the fear wins and oh, all this shit." shit. Um, and the one girl is an influencer too, so she's got you know a decent <laughs> following on uh, nice. Instagram. So she's uh, you know got a drone and selfie stick, and she's doing extra extra shit. Nice. Um, the, the dialogue and the acting in this movie is pretty fucking cringy, if you can tell. I mean, mm-hmm. it, this this movie is a B movie at its finest. I'll say that. Like it, this this oh, this movie of of the movies that we're gonna review this week, this huh. movie knows what it is the most of all of them. I will say. Oh, okay, um, all right. A little self awareness yeah, doesn't hurt. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. They and the way they film this movie is actually kind of fun too. They they shot this it's a 60 foot tower they put in the middle of the mountains mm-hmm. and so they were actually doing a lot of these stunts like they're on the wires and stuff uh that's how they get a lot of these shots which it's a lot of uh a lot of like, drone shots a lot of like uh viewer perspective that you're seeing oh yeah um, yeah 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 some of the cg is not amazing the, the budget for this movie is it costs i think three million total to make uh, but hmm. for what, I mean, you, you couldn't, I mean, $3 million is not a lot of money for a movie like this. And it, compared to some other movies that have just really terrible CGI, we, we may talk about some of them later in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of this movie works, man. Like a lot of the spectacle of this movie works for me. And if you're afraid of heights, I, I, I think you're going to have a rough time watching this movie. Very squirmy. Like I, I'm not afraid of heights, but even some of the scenes I was kind of like, Oh yeah, you know, a yeah, little, I was just going to say the same thing. I'm typically not, but some of those, some of those uh, shots, you know, top down from from the top of the tower all the way. Oh, yeah, a little ver- vertigo ish. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, a little grabbing the armrest a little bit and a little, mm-hmm. a little cold sweats, but uh, yeah, it, it works very well for that aspect of the movie. It, wow, there's you could you could tell. I think this was originally supposed to be a short or something. Uh, uh-huh. I read, um, but yeah, dialogue acting not great. Uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan's in this movie for all of four minutes, so he's not like a driving force in this movie for any fans of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there is a there's a vultures play a decent part in this movie i will say they're it's kind of funny there's some okay so i was wondering about that okay yeah sorry go ahead yeah a lot of foreshadowing there's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie they said they do the setting up a little well there's like a oh a macgyver type scene early in the movie that you see oh that might come in play later <laughs> oh they, they they cross by a uh a dead animal getting eaten by vultures and, you know, oh, a little foreshadowing here. Um, there is a, there's a fucking Shyamalan, Shyamalan Ding Dong. Oh, people hate when that gets said. I forgot. I Hello. think I brought that up a few years ago. <laughs> um, uh, there's a, tw- a big twist at the end of this movie that, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. It came out of nowhere. Then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it makes sense once you think about it. Okay. Uh, I actually had a decently fun time with this movie, man. Like I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't hate this by any means. It's, it's, it's a fun for an August movie. I don't know how well this is going to translate to a living room. I'm going to be honest on like a TV. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know, in a theater, it's going to be a little bit more effective because you're just kind of you know one in the one in the screen. But maybe, maybe it will also work. Uh, but no one fucking watched this movie. It, it didn't. There was no marketing behind it at all, uh, so it didn't really do anything. I think it made me made three million, so it, it made its budget back. Uh, okay. But you know, marketing and all that shit behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this. I'm gonna put this as stream it. Uh, it it's fun. Uh, it was a pretty fun movie. It knows what it is. It's not really trying to be anything. It's not. So I had a decent time with Fall. I okay. went in with absolutely no expectations. So yeah, I mean, it's the first time I've heard of it. So that goes to your point of. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, P&A behind it. Yeah. That, that's going to be a running theme with uh, the next two months of theatrical releases, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Because there's just there's just no marketing going on right now. It's a dead zone. It's a very big dead zone until mm-hmm. pretty much October. But Well, The Fall, we'll get there. not The Fall, Fall. The Fall's a different movie. Fall is 74% tomato meter, 79% audience score. So Okay. Well, nice. And it has, uh, has a lot of reviews, too. Okay, yeah. Uh, I was yeah, I was kind of glad to hear about the vultures just because watching the trailer I'm like, okay, for these type of movies where, you know, man versus nature or you know, uh them versus nature kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Usually nature comes as an antagonist in the form of like, I don't know, a wolf in day after tomorrow. You know, like the pack of wolves sure. in day after tomorrow, that kind uh-huh. of shit. Yep. And um, you know, going through the trailer, they're getting up to the top. And so I'm wondering about that, and I'm like, well, how are they going to introduce some kind of animal element, some kind of other fear element other than heights, rickety tower? And then she's like, oh, I dropped my fucking bag or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that must be it. You know, the other conflict in there or whatever. But I'm happy to hear about the vultures. Love those photos. There's a there's actually another little fun fact I was reading about. I listened to an interview with the director of this movie, too. He – so originally this was going to be an R rating because while the girls are, you know, filming these scenes at these heights with these cables, they're seeing, they're ad-libbing a lot. So they're saying, fuck, fuck, like over and over and over. This is a PG-13 mm-hmm. movie. Oh. And so when Lionsgate picked it up, they were like, yeah, we want to distribute this theatrical, but you're going to have to get rid of all the F-bombs because we can't distribute it as an R rating. So yeah. uh, this guy, Scott Mann, who's the director, he he works for this company. Let me see what it is here. Uh, I'm just going to read this directly from the, the Wikipedia. Um, okay. They ordered the crew to change or remove 30 uses of the word fuck from the film so it could earn a PG-13 rating from the Motion Picture Association. 
Uh, as reshooting the scenes would have been time-consuming and expensive, they turned to Flawless, a company established in 2021 by Nick Lyons and fall director Scott Mann to deepfake the actors' faces and artificially redub the fucks they said to PG-13 acceptable. Freaking. Uh, the first project to use Flawless services was Fall, and then it received a PG-13 rating. So it's kind of funny. that they, 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 I saw some of the technology of this, that they're like like legit computer animated, like changing their jaws to say freaking, which I honestly didn't even notice that in the movie. So maybe if I go back and watch it a second time, I will catch that now, but it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause so that reminds me of like home alone when like Joe Pesci, he's saying fuck, fuck, fuck the whole time, but they've dubbed freaking, 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 freaking. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> um, so. Did, so did they cut from the original runtime or they just removed just the fucks? Yeah, I think they just fucks. they just dubbed over the fucks with freaks and freaking. Yeah, ah, okay, kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I had no it's idea while watching the movie that that was the case, but hey, so they did a decent job at least. Hey, good for them. <laughs> I didn't notice that CG. <laughs> so yeah, I'll say stream streamfall. Decent right. decent B movie, fun time. All right, uh, let's get to Beast. This is actually Beast. Idris Elba week. Okay, on the yeah, interviews, this is the first of the two we're gonna review. Um, this is directed by Balthazar Kormakur, who uh, did Contraband with Mark Wahlberg a few years ago, mm-hmm. Two Guns with Denzel and Mark Wahlberg, and then uh, Adrift, which was that uh, Shailene Woodley survival movie uh, on the boat. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I like Two Guns. Two Guns was good. Yeah, I didn't mind Two Guns. You can see Paula Patton naked and that's enough to watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Pervy, pervy Ben Jews. Um... <laughs> We got Idris Elba, Charlotte Copley in the uh, the cast here, um, and then Idris Elba's uh, two daughters are played by some relative newcomers, uh, Ayana Haley and Leah Jeffries. Fun fact again, uh, Idris Elba was in doing some press for this movie, and his oldest daughter apparently uh, went out for the the role of his oldest daughter in this movie and didn't get it. <laughs> Damn! Not yeah, he let yeah he let that know, and it's kind of kind of fun fact. Um, yeah, so. He's a, a father who's on vacation in South Africa. He's meeting up with his friend, uh, Charlotte Copley. They're, um, the, he, he's estranged from his uh, ex-wife who uh, actually just passed away. So in order – and she's from South Africa originally. So they head over and uh, are just kind of doing a trip to, to bond and everything and get back together and figure some shit out. There's obviously a lot of uh, – a little bit of a cloud hanging over this family. Mm-hmm. And they go on a little bit of a safari expedition, and uh, they run into a rogue lion who, at the beginning of the movie, this isn't really spoiling anything, there's a group of poachers who uh, fucking annihilate this fucking lion's family, and uh, he goes rogue and just starts fucking annihilating everyone fucking around. Lion like revenge villages. Movie. I love this. Yeah, yeah, he's got feelings. The lion's got real feelings, so he's he's out for revenge. It's like Jaws the Revenge, you know, and fucking the, all the Jaws sequels, it, it turns it into that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, that's exactly what this is. Is this one in 3D is. also? Because I fucking love Jaws 3D. <laughs> it's not. It's not oh, in 3D. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is a this is also another thing I noticed while uh, kind of doing my notes for Benji's this week. This is like the easiest fucking like premise week ever for Benji's. All these movies are just so fucking like, all right, this is what it is. All right, here you go. Um, <laughs> very simple premises. Ninety um, percent of this movie is in the trailer. Uh, yeah, it's only ninety minutes. Uh, I will say the CGI lion kind of takes you out of the movie in this one. Oh, it. it doesn't really work for me. Mm. Uh, and so that I just, in a lot of the character decisions are pretty cringy, and they also 
it's like the time you've seen a movie, like a horror movie, like, all right, what, why are you going to the room? What, why are you doing this? You're by yourself. Like, what the fuck? Certain scene in this movie, hey, stay in the car. I'm going to go get this guy, okay? The lion's out there, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why, why are you doing this? What, what the fuck? And his daughters are kind of cringy as well when he's like, he actually, this is actually a line in the movie. He says, hey, stay in the car. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get our friend. He's hurt. And she says, what? Like you said, mom wasn't going to die, but then she <laughs> dude, did. I was that gonna, li- dude, I was going to say. I was going to say that as a joke. Like, it couldn't be that fucking stupid. No. Oh, no, it is. That's it great. is, because they still resent him a little bit, because they were they were estranged, and then she died, like, in the year that they were estranged, so the daughters have some resentment toward him. <laughs> but, but a lot of kicking in the face of the lion, like the CG lion, this lion goes through some shit. He gets burnt, he gets fucking fucked up, but he's still coming for him. He's like Michael Myers of lions, you know? Um, this movie, I don't know, it just didn't really work for me, dude. It... it, it, it it almost takes itself too serious in that aspect. Um, I think a movie, a better movie of this type of like creature type is a crawl from a few years ago. I liked that a lot more than mm-hmm. I liked this, that the alligator movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that just works with the suspense a little more. I, I didn't really fear for the characters much in this. Uh, the CG is just, it's kind of brutal, man. Like oh, that sucks. Really, really the final, there's a final encounter in this movie and it looks so just like a video game. It really almost like a video game cutscene that's like from like 2008 or nine or something. Jeez. Like it's not current video. It, yeah. It's, it's pretty brutal. So I'm going to say skip beast. Unfortunately, uh, didn't really love this one. I like Idris. I like Charlotte Copley, but it just, it just didn't really work. How does, uh, the Charlotte play it? He's good, man. He's good. He's just, is he, 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 is he goofy charismatic or is he just like playing it straight or, just... Yeah, he's, he's he's pretty charismatic. He has a. They cross some other lions on their their path, and he he's like a a lion type tamer. Like he he's been around them. He helped raise some of these lions. So that's the kind of character he's gotcha. playing. Which he and he and he's you know showing more interest necessarily in his daughters than Idris Elba did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's kind of Idris Elba's a little bit of a uh, he, he drinks a lot at the beginning of this movie. Um, but though. also he's a he's a doctor as well so that, that they make that pretty well known throughout Charlton the movie like, is it or, or uh Idris, Idris, Idris yeah. oh okay because I'm a doctor I, I'm a doctor I'll fix this guy. I'll fix you I'll do this I'll do this so that that plays a little bit of a role in this movie obviously too so it's fucking hilarious. yeah I'm gonna say skip beast unfortunately just just didn't really work for me it might work for some but and nah, not for me not for me in this one unfortunately so. it's just hysterical that they fucking hate their dad and then he's like, "Let's go on this. Let's go on a fucking safari, on a safari. Not, not to uh, you know, Dave and Buster. <laughs> let's go get some pizza and talk about this. Take him to a completely different continent. Well, yeah, honor, honor honoring the mother. It's more so the older daughter. The younger daughter is pretty cool with him. You know, she's she's still not realized. I guess I, who knows? They had a rocky relationship, probably. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Just That's beast is not not for me. I probably will never watch this movie again." Not Damn, probably. Okay. I definitely won't watch this movie again. But. It's like a good, it, um, it, you know, like we were talking about with Fall and the vultures being a thing. Like, I love a good, like you said, Crawl. Perfect example. It's mm-hmm. like a good animal is the villain movie. And you just kind yeah, of follow the animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think the CG just didn't, like, even the Lion King from 2019, those lions look almost more real than this. And obviously, obviously, that's a way bigger budget. It's a Disney property, but... Yeah, I think the lion just doesn't help this movie. Mm. It, it just like yeah, and the fact that they give it all these feels and it's just like 
it's very moody and like, oh, people kill my family. And it's just, I don't know. It just seems a little weird. That just didn't work. That's ridiculous. Could Beast actually use some of that uh, fucking technology, the fall technology? Yeah, maybe. A little deep fake mouth to make it a little bit more Rory. Maybe the lion just talks back to them, you know? Mm -hmm. It'll be a whole different movie. It's like the fucking Jesus allegory lion, the fucking Narnia movie. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It reminds me of that Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, um, uh, I saw this girl, she had a flower, and she was pulling off the petals going, he loves me, he loves me not. He's like, if you were the flower, what would you be saying? Fuck, that hurts! (laughs) So I just pictured a lion... If he can have that fall technology, just being like, God damn it, fucking, that smarts when you fucking shoot me in the back, son of a bitch. Also, yep. I'm fucking depressed because you kill my family. <laughs> exactly. Piece of shit. This lion's tough as shit, though. He's tough. He goes through it. So. Yeah, well, you know, they're the fucking kings. True. I heard that, King of the Jungle. Hmm. Lion Is King. It's a gorilla. Hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, what do you want to do next? Invitation or 3,000 years? Invitation for sure. Okay. Uh-oh. I think the lion, the champ is the lion. You oh, that, that was pissed. scary. He's pissed. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> hey, relax. Uh, okay, so the invitation. Um, I'm just going to start out by saying, okay, do you remember the 2015 invitation? The invitation? Did you ever see that movie? I don't think so, no. All right. That's Karen Kusama. Uh, that's not Tom Hardy. Logan Marshall Green yes. is in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this movie's already on bad terms with me because it fucking stole the title of that movie, and I really like that movie. Um, this was titled The Bride, but like a month before it released, they uh-huh. decided to change it to The Invitation. Uh, this a, a really Jessica M. Thompson directed this movie. She's a this is only her second feature. She did a movie mm-hmm. called The Light of the Moon before, which I've never seen. Um, Natalie Emanuel, who is of course Masande from Game of Thrones, of she's easily the most well known person in this movie. And then Thomas Doherty, who I guess has been in. Uh, some Disney Channel properties I've never seen. Okay. Uh, I, I really didn't know of a lot of people in this movie. I know, like, uh, Sean Pertwee, he's in this. He's in, like, Event Horizon. Uh, a little bit of a callback. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Natalie Emanuel plays a character named Evie who is living in New York. She's making ends meet as a waitress, and she is just recently out of a relationship she and her mother actually just passed too. So she's grieving with that. And she wants to learn a little bit more about her history, family history. So she does like a, a 23 and me type, um, gets her blood, mm-hmm. does that shit, sends it off. And within, this is like the first 15 minutes movie. This is all very quick. Gets some results back. Oh, I have a bunch of family and, uh, overseas. And instantly links up with a cousin who is just so happens to be in New York and meets up with her and says, hey, uh, there's a wedding happening this weekend. You should come with us to the UK. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? You saw this in the trailer. Already the decisions in this movie are like, you're not on the character side. Because like this, why, why the you just met this guy and then like a few days later, hey, all expenses paid trip. Come to the UK with me or um, it might not be the UK. I think it is the UK, actually. I think it is. Uh, well, yeah. going back to your last one, the, making – like I can't believe like characters are still making bad decisions in movies in order to like further 
the one idea that the writer got a fucking heart on for. I got this great Correct. idea. Now we just got to figure out how to get to the idea. And then. Correct. It's yes. fucking, I hate that shit. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, it, it, and it just spirals from there with this movie. Yeah. So she gets there and like, as soon as she gets there, shit's just fucking off. Like very, very quick. She can tell it's off and she's still just making bad decisions. The whole fucking movie. Uh, but falls for this guy really quickly. She This heir who owns this fucking mansion that she gets there and realizes everything is not what it seems. And this is a fucking... They're all vampires. They're fucking vampires. This is not spoiling. This is all in the trailer. Yeah. It yeah, gives absolutely. it pretty much all away. Mm-hmm. And so it's really her dealing with that shit and the after effects of it. Um... I really did not enjoy this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only reason to watch this movie is Natalie Emanuel. She's fucking super hot. Yep. <laughs> so I give you, Great obviously. follow on IG. Great follow. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, an hour and 44 minutes of her on screen. I'm not complaining about that. I've, I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, everything else, dude, it's just, it's pretty, it's a PG-13, which didn't help it. So, like, anything that could have been, you know, fun horror violence is yeah. just off screen. Um, it is very much a Twilight light. Uh, I guess this story was inspired by the original Dracula story, but these vampires aren't very scary at all. They're just kind of the C word. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're just really annoying. Um, and at the end of this movie, she just turns into fucking Rambo and like, gets <laughs> these like out of nowhere, just is becomes this fucking like fighting God, essentially. Yeah, I, I I just can't recommend this for anybody to watch it because it's just a waste of time. I like, really it is. Uh, it's it's uh, definitely skip it. Uh, what, any questions? Uh, no, I just kind of wanted to give it a little bit of props because I do like the premise, um, or at least the setup of because we have all been inundated with those ancestry DNA things, right? The twenty three and Me, yeah. all that stuff. So I think it's it's just it's a good place for everybody to kind of kind of get on board. Mm-hmm. You know, because either we are curious, curious enough to like wonder about it, and some of us even go a little farther and actually get it done. So yep. I think that's kind of relatable in a way, and I thought it brought something new to it until like she gets to the fucking mansion. And why is that all always fucking vampires like the rich fucking people? Unless you know you're, you know, the fucking Lost Boys or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, this guy's like a billionaire. He's just, it's just yeah. so on the nose. It's just like, <laughs> aren't these rich people fucking evil? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we know that. Now they're yeah. vampires too? Okay. Uh-huh. Exactly. So stupid. Um, I was getting really big, um, what do you call it, Ready or Not and like Knives Out vibes just from the trailer. Like as it was going, once she gets to like the fucking huge estate and everything, she's meeting everybody. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's sure. the one that's like the new person, little fish out of water action. And then, mm-hmm. and then it just turns, and you're just like, ugh, all right, enough with the fucking Eyes Wide Shut masks. Yeah. Yeah, watch the 2015 Invitation. That movie's actually a really good movie. I'm, one of the more creepy final shots in, like, the last, I'd say, 10 years or so. I think, yeah, 2015. Uh, yeah, so. I really like that movie. That's the better Invitation. Just avoid this, The Invitation. Yeah. Should have just kept the bride title. But, uh, yeah, skip right. skip The Invitation. Got yeah, nothing, back to back, nothing skip to it. Say about it. Yep. All right. What the f- what? Tell me, tell me about three thousand miles to Graceland, which is a dad um, movie. It's a dad so, movie. <laughs> well, three thousand years of longing 
by the great George Miller. Let's hear it. Well, as Chad D, who actually was texting me earlier this week, like to call it seven years of longing. So only 2,993 years off, but... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he said, what'd you think about uh, seven years of longing? Uh, <laughs> what'd you think about seven years of Tibet longing? What? <laughs> So, yes, this is George Miller's passion project. George Miller, of course, fucking legend. The Mad Max series, the Happy Feet series, Babe, uh, mm-hmm. which is of Eastwick. The list goes on and on. This fucking guy, he's a on-screen legend. Or off-screen legend, better what? yet. Behind-the-camera huh? legend, yeah. Mm. What? what? Doing Furiosa as we speak. Yeah, he is. In production. <laughs> Pump for that one. Um, yeah, this is a passion project, man. This is... Uh, Idris Elba, again, Kate Blanchett, uh, not Kate Blanchett, Jesus Christ, Tilda Swinton, <laughs> fuck. Fucking all over the place. What's I've, wrong I've had you? two fucking drinks, I'm not even drunk, Jesus Christ. So bitch. <laughs> well, they're in the movie for like 95% of the movie, it's just these two on screen. Um, this is, uh, Kate, uh, Tilda Swinton plays a scholar who is traveling for business in, in Istanbul, and she's at a conference, and she's making a speech, and she passes out on stage in the middle of her, her speech, and uh, she's having visions and some weird shit going on with her. She goes to, like, an, a local antique store, essentially, and finds this fucking glass that she wants, this little fucking genie bottle that doesn't quite look like a genie bottle. But mm-hmm. she gets back to her hotel and starts rinsing it off and then pops open, and Idris Elba is a gin who fucking pops out of it. And, uh... He starts telling her some stories, and they this whole like legit like I said, this movie is ninety five percent of this screen time is these two in a room talking. They are two of the best actors working right now, so this works really well with that Give aspect of it. A little bit of context without spoiling anything of what they talk about. Cause so, because just real quick, like during so I rewatched the trailer, and mm-hmm. um, first time I watched the trailer was better than a in the theater and we're just like, what the fuck, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then rewatching it now, I got the feeling that this was going to be like a very trippy, uh, what do you call it? Like eat, pray, love kind of like journey for her. So okay. are, is that like a lot of her like conversations with him? Like we're so, just trying to figure no, out no, life no. and shit. So, so the first two acts of this movie, everything is he's trying to convince her to make wishes. He wants her to make three wishes because that sets him free, obviously, you know, yeah. make three wishes as a genie. Gotcha. So the first two acts, he's telling her stories about how he's gotten to the point that he's at now. So how he originally got into this, va- the, the I don't know, what the fuck is the genie bottle? I'm just going to fucking Christina Aguilera what? it. A genie bottle. The genie bottle. Yeah. How he gets there. It's a lamp. It's a lamp, isn't yeah. it? Oh, sure. Fuck it. Whatever it is. I don't fucking know. I think it's a colostomy um, bag, actually. But go ahead. It might be. It might be. Uh, it, it, it's all these old stories of how he got to where he is now. And they're pretty fun, entertaining stories. It's, you know, they, they're going back in time and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's witnessing this, this queen who, you know, had this wish and he's, uh, how he got here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really with this movie for the first two acts of the movie. Uh, really fun. Like I said, these two are two of the great, great actors working right now. And then in the third act, it just fucking falls apart, man. It really does. It, it turns into this just really generic, like love story. I, I don't really know what 
why you know it, it's mm-hmm. it, this is based on a short story the Jin in the nightingale's eye and like i said this is miller's passion project he's been wanting to make this forever but the third act just really kills it man like if this would have even you could have trimmed maybe like 20 minutes off the third act just shortened this fucking movie a little bit which is not even that long <laughs> i was just gonna say i was but, looking at it. it's an hour and 48 minutes it says yeah exactly it could have been an hour hour 30 though and uh, yeah it just it really derails this movie and it, it just makes it this basic ass fucking love story that just doesn't really work. So that it's kind of unfortunate. I, I was looking forward to this. I think it has a, I think the trailer is great. I think awesome trailer. I really was, uh, I was there for it. And then it just kind of let me down essentially. Hmm. Yeah. I, George Miller's got a weird career, man. Like, I mean, Fury Road, obviously one of the best movies of the last 10 years. Not even close. I think one of the best action movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, yeah, like Witches of Eastwick. That's, I don't know that has like its fans. I, I think it's okay. I like Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just this weird shit like Happy Feet. Some of them, I, I mean, Road Warrior is easily the best Mad Max outside of Fury Road. The other ones, I could take them or leave them. Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the original Mad Max honestly holds up that well. Um, uh, stop saying yeah. dangerous stuff. You're going to get us <laughs> so kicked off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, this, this movie is not, if the third act was better, it would complete it and make this, you know, a good movie. But unfortunately mm-hmm. the third act ties it all together and it just kind of drops the ball. So I can't recommend this for people, unfortunately. Um, hmm. maybe, 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 Someone that is in for a love story or something will get more out of this than me. Yeah, it just didn't. It just didn't work. I, and the people, some of the other people I watch this with, totally agreed. They're like, "Yep, great for the first two acts. Third act completely just shit the bed." And well, do you feel like you got hoodwinked in a way where the first two acts you don't think you're going to be uh, led into a love story by the end of it, and you're just kind of <sighs> like, "Wait, what the fuck? This is not the movie that was presented in the first two acts." No, I mean, it's called 3,000 Years of Longing. He's longing for something, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe that's love. Maybe it's the love that he mm. has never desired, and, or he has desired and never gotten it. Oh, you it's know? his 3,000 Years of Longing. Maybe she's uh, immortal, and she has 3,000 Years of Donging to look forward to. Well, maybe. He's pretty big. It, he's a big guy. He can, Yeah. you know. I feel bad for her if that's the case. It's like the mountain's wife in real life, you know? I feel bad for her. She's like she's like four foot ten, you know? Yeah. And he's a monster. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting really x rated here. Yeah. I wanted to say stream it, but as we're talking more, I just man. Yeah. I think I, this movie is it's it's well made. It is very well made. Uh there's not I have nothing bad to say about that. So the acting is great. Well made. Third act just kind of kills it. I, I'm going to give this a very low stream. It okay. I won't say skip it altogether because maybe people will get more out of this than I did, and maybe a second watch now knowing more going into it, I'll mm. like it more. So I'll say stream three thousand years. Yeah, but you're going to anticipate how fucking god awful and shitty that ending is. I will. You're you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, what do you think about this poster? Because it gives me, you know, the everything. Everywhere, all at once. Oh yeah, it's of, got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think I it's if okay. They, if they pulled that design, it's just like we're gonna fucking take this shit. Yeah, take there's a fuck ton going on in that poster. Yeah, it's damn. Well, 
I don't know, man. Like, uh, we watched a little TV spot yesterday of it and, you know, rewatched the full trailer today. It's just like, man, this looks fucking wild as fuck. Looks nuts. Yep. Mm hmm. But, um, you're telling me it fucking shits the bed terribly and to, to, to skip it. All right. I said stream it. I Three said skip it and a stream it. Sounds amazing. <laughs> stream, stream it for the fucking tower movie. The climbing tower mm. movie. Great. I said stream this as well. Two oh. stream it's two skip it's, okay? We're, okay. Go back We're to, in uh, August. This is... That's all you can ask for. We're August, okay? It's the it's the dumpy, shitty ass time that we're at right now. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess okay. so. Yeah, streamets are basically see it's during August. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very Let me true. Go back to invitation because I was scrolling to IMDb and down at the the, the user reviews, the top review um, says, "Oh wait, why is it not there? Hold on, let me pull this one up. Stand by. Stand by. It says what? It says." Wait, what the fuck? Where'd it go? Oh, here it is. Nine out of ten. Not Ooh. a bad little thriller with that hacker chick from those Furious movies. <laughs> I mean, she is. Technically, she is. Technically, she is. Maybe they've never seen Game of Thrones. Maybe they're Pete. Pete's never seen Game of Thrones. He doesn't know who the fuck she is. It's it's true. It's true. You wouldn't know. Right, he watched he watched one episode. Or yeah, right. He watched the pilot. Watched a pilot and turned it off, but uh, you know he had to stick around another five seasons be- before the hacker chick from the Furious movie showed up. So. That's true. That's true. What, is she five or six? When does she show up? Is it five? she shows up in I think seven? Yeah, because Fast Five was eleven, and Game of Thrones launched right around that time. Yeah, so it would have yeah. been yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven, she showed up in seven because. Uh, yeah, I just remember that movie distinctly. I mean, she's she's so fucking hot. So, yeah, I mean, if you just want to watch her for an hour and a half, that's a reason to love alone to watch that movie. But you can, there's just the internet, you know? Just Google and shit. Yeah, you know? or they can yeah. check out my YouTube channel where I have a super cut compilation of all of her scenes from Game of Thrones. <laughs> just the new yeah. Isn't that Mr. Skin? What? <laughs> I used to work for them. Flesh of the Stars. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's Flesh of the... Shut the stars, but knocked uh, knocked up one. Yeah, so I I will say I'm a little teaser for future binge views. I watched a movie yesterday that is uh, easily in my top five movies of the year so far. Jesus, I think 2022 has been a pretty brutal year. So that's not saying a lot. The summer was kind of rough, man. It was. There wasn't a lot of great stuff. Top Gun just carried the whole summer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's still like. In the top five of movie theaters right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Nope got people pretty hyped for the summer, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Did you watch Nope? I did, yeah. You did? I liked it a lot. I say, did you, did you review that on uh, ben, the, the yeah. main show? Yeah, main yeah, show? yeah. Oh, Me and Law reviewed man. it. And, um, and I, you know, I, had, I had very, you know, I think common issues mm-hmm. with the film that a lot of film fans had. But I dug it, man. I dug it. Yeah, I, that movie definitely is better on second viewing. Is it? Yeah, 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 nice. yeah. Because yeah. I, I didn't love it after the first viewing, but yeah, second night I liked it a lot more. So, well, I thought. Yeah. Um, well, I was just gonna hold on. Let's do. Uh, let's do this real quick. If you don't want to be spoiled, people, for nope, and you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert. Spoiler. we got a little spoiler alert sound there. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Well. I thought that I was really into the alien 
until uh, Ammon just completely broke it down and called it a flappy, flappy, clothy vagina. And I was just like, <laughs> I can't unsee that. I can't unsee that anymore. Uh, see, I don't even remember him saying that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think he and Pete everything. reviewed it on the Us see, commentary, I, actually. Uh, okay, maybe that's why I haven't. I don't think I've listened to Us commentary yet. Yeah, that's a good one. Dropping the ball. Dropping the ball. Do we... All right, buddy. Um, you, so you saw your favorite movie of all time this, well, is it yesterday? And that's probably going to be a stream it. Yep. So Under embargo right now. Under embargo. A couple yeah. weeks, we'll get to it. Cannot review um, it. We probably won't do a show next week. Next week is uh, Labor Day, going into Labor Day weekend at the mm-hmm. movie theater. So what is releasing next weekend, you ask? Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. What? 11 minutes of... Never before seen footage, so deleted scenes being thrown in throughout the movie. It's not just like a clip. It's apparently just 11 minutes of deleted scenes going into theaters. Uh, Jaws 3D re-release going in theaters next week. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. I don't think it's been released in 3D ever in actual theaters. So Gigi and Nate is like a limited movie that... It's like about a monkey and a dude. I'm never watching that movie, so I'm never reviewing that. Wait, that's fucking nope. Don't try to trick us. Mm, exactly. And there's a movie called Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, which is going day and date streaming on Peacock next week. That's got uh, Sterling K. Brown and uh, I believe Regina King. It looks kind of fun. Like a, He's like a pastor of a, you know, like a million dollar church, and he's got some issues and shit. Looks kind of fun. But Wait, that's what is, next week. What is that one called? It's called Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. I thought you were talking about, yeah, okay. There's that, The Harder They Fall? Yes. With uh, Regina King? Yeah, yeah, that's the the Western on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and then a couple weeks later that, we have Barbarian coming out. That's Zach Krager from The Wise Kids You Know. His first, uh, he's writing and directing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's got a couple people. Woman King, we got Pearl coming out in a few weeks. That's the prequel to X which I reviewed earlier this year, mm-hmm. that Ty mm-hmm. West shot at the exact same time. Uh, September's also got Don't Worry Darling coming out, Olivia Wilde's movie, Avatar re-release. There's a lot of re-releases this month. That's what I'm saying. Studios are kind of just like, hey, we're not going to release a ton in August, September of this year. Last year, they gave us Shang-Chi you know, over Labor Day weekend, and it made oh, gangbusters yeah. when you know most of the world was still shut down. But hey, 2022, now nah, we're not giving you movies. And then... We got Billy Eichner's Bros coming out at the end of the month, and then Smile, which is a Paramount horror movie. So, a little bit of filler weeks. Once we get to October, it starts, you know, getting on the calendar. Uh, Halloween mm-hmm, ends, mm-hmm. Black Adam, all that stuff's coming. So, yeah, bigger titles. It's just August, September's pretty rough this year. It's just not a lot of shit. It's actually a lot of shit, just not a lot of shit that's going to have right, much yeah. of a cultural impact or much of an impact on the box office. So, that's where we're at. But All right. Um, I was just looking at my local theater for Jaws. Cause you just reminded me of, about that, and I'm like, I don't think I have anything going on that weekend, so I might just go check that out. And I'm looking, and there's tons of seats still available. So I don't yeah. know how well that's going to do. And I don't even know if I want to spring for the 3D at that point. Yeah, I think seeing Jaws in the theater again would be pretty cool. I haven't done it in a while, so I'm probably going to watch it next week. And I've, yeah, I haven't seen a 3D movie in, Jesus, I don't even know how long. So, you know, you got to get ready. Avatar's coming, bro. Avatar oh, yeah. 2. Hell yeah. The I'm Way gonna, of Water. I'm going to watch, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I got to rewatch Avatar. I'm going to do it on my phone. 
just to get the full experience. <laughs> I legit have not seen Avatar since the theater. I watched it in theaters in 3D once, and I have not seen it since. So, yeah, I probably need to revisit it as well at some point. Is the, uh, the new Cameron one. doing anything special for that? Like, um, I, for the re-release? Not, not that I'm aware of, no. I think it's just generating interest again for people that are like, oh, that movie came out in 2009 and the sequel's <laughs> coming in 2022. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember right. fucking 12 years ago, they were telling me this is the best movie of all time. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, the people had never seen it. It was just like, oh, they were telling me that it was the best fucking movie of all time. I remember that. Didn't mm-hmm. even see it. Yeah, so each of these movies he's got, they're like this one's, they're all elemental. So I think this one's water. I think the next mm-hmm. one's like sand based yep. or something. And then I, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Two, three, four, five coming in the next like eight years or whoever the fuck knows. They might get pushed back too. So Jesus. as of now, this one is uh, coming out. And Shazam just moved out of this year. So December is really Avatar month, essentially. So we'll <laughs> they see. got the hint. I've learned to never doubt Cameron. You know, even, you know, 13 years later, you're like, but who the fuck's going to care about Avatar 2? I'm sure people will. So, whatever, you know. You guys got a pretty good track record. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, he can, he can do those kind of things. Yep, exactly. What a guy. What a guy. All right. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to Binge Views this week. We will be back in two weeks with uh, one of Chad's favorite movies of all time that came out yesterday as well as I don't know, a couple others. Maybe we'll rewatch avatar together and uh, do a commentary. <laughs> Probably not though. All right, buddy. We will see you next time. See you. See you. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting.